0: finding grace in prayer in this message pastor encourages to access what God has for you by seeking him in prayer to have the confidence to seek God for new beginnings this message explains what to bring to the altar of prayer
1: Amen. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verses 16. Hebrews chapter 4, 14 to 16, but we read the 16th verse tonight.
2: Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need.
1: Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4, 16. Hebrews 4.16 in the Message Bible
2: Now that we know what we have Jesus this great high priest with ready access to God let's not let it slip through our fingers
1: I want to read this Now that we know what we have Jesus this great high priest with ready access to God let us not let's not let it slip through our fingers we don't have a priest who is out of touch with reality he's been through weakness and testing experienced it all but without sin so let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give take the mercy accept the help the amplified version therefore let us with privilege approach The throne of grace, that is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for for our failures and find His amazing grace to help in time of need an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Amen. The NLT version uses this word, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There, we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Somebody needs the grace of God tonight. Amen. He's willing to give that to you. Amen. The amazing grace to help in times of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus, for your grace amen tonight I want to title it finding grace in prayer finding grace in prayer, grace in
2: prayer.
1: In prayer. can you say that with me finding finding
2: grace grace, grace grace in prayer in prayer
1: amen it's a very simple message tonight finding grace in prayer hallelujah when you pray, you are giving God permission to intervene in your situation. The book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, 19th verse says, Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, a new thing. The eighth month, eight, signifies new beginnings. Behold, I do a new thing. But look at the twenty-second verse. It says there, but. Forty-three twenty-two.
2: But thou has not called upon me, O but Jacob. But
1: thou has not called upon me,
2: O Jacob. O
1: Jacob, the Lord is English, and I want to do a new thing. But you have not approached my grace. You have not approached my throne. You have not called upon me. You tie the hands of God. Every time He wants to do something but you tie the hands of God when you refuse to pray. But this 8th month, a season of new beginnings in your career, in your life, in your marriage. Praise God in your ministry. In this 8th month when God wants to do something new, something that you have never, ever, ever seen before or experienced before, when He wants to anoint you afresh and do a new thing, be ready to seek Him. Be ready to come before His throne and say, Lord, I need Your grace. I seek You, Lord. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call upon me and I will answer Thee. Call upon me and I will answer Thee. My spiritual father used to say, that's the phone number of God. Jeremiah 33:3. 3. Call upon me. That line is never engaged. Amen. Millions are praying across the world. But you have a hotline with God. Come with boldness. Washed in the blood of Jesus before your father. And say, Lord, I have a hotline with you. I need to hear your word. I need to receive from you. I need your grace. You know, the Lord impressed upon me today this one word. I mean, this thought: When God made this world, He made it for you. That's how special you are. When God made this world, He made it for you. That's right, you. And you can never access what God is for you unless you seek Him. Unless you come before his throne. That is said that there are two kinds of prayer. One is the prayer of faith. And the other is the prayer of fear. Fear is when you assume. When your mind is thinking fearfully. You're anxious, you're worried. It's almost like a an emergency call to God you're afraid because the doctor gave you a medical report that is negative you have a crisis and instead of faith you look at that problem and you're afraid and then you're seeking the Lord in prayer now that is okay but that's not where God wants you to be that is not produced results but there is a prayer of faith which is knowing the word of god knowing the will of god knowing your who your heavenly father is you come in the name of jesus and you pray boldly in the name of the lord jesus the name above every other name and jesus said if you ask the father anything in my name he will give it to you 1 john chapter 5 Verses 14 and 15 The first letter of John The fifth chapter Verses 14 and 15 And this is the confidence That we have in him That if we ask anything According to his will He heareth us Fifteenth verse And if we know that he hears us Whatsoever we ask We know that we have the petitions that we have desired of Him. See, this is our confidence. Knowing the will of God, you pray. The Word of God is the will of God. So don't be controlled by fear. Your confidence comes when you have a prayer of faith knowing the will of God. Confidence. There is a generation that is God is raising up. There's a confident generation. People who want to walk in the will of God, people who want to walk in the word of God, people who wanna love Jesus passionately and follow Him, who have confidence before the Father that whatever they ask, God will grant it to them. Amen. Look at in scripture, Proverbs 14th, chapter, verse 26. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 26. Are you with me tonight? Proverbs fourteen twenty six: In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence And his children shall have a place of refuge In the fear of the Lord is Strong confidence Reverential awe of the Lord In worship I was with one of my uncles Yesterday And he told me something which just touched me He said when he prays for somebody, he will call them up after that and says, Okay, what about the things that I prayed for you? How are you doing now? He says it is not for him to know, I mean, mean, he's not just digging for information. He, He says, see I have asked the father, it's my relationship with the Lord. I've asked the father boldly in faith and I know my father answers me. And I want to know that he's heard me. Otherwise, I'll ask my father, Father, why didn't you hear me? Because I have a relationship with him. Strong confidence. That is, confidence is a state of mind where you are, that you know, that you're sure, you're certain. You know, the pratana life will, otherwise, a certainty are ever in the Yatri and the in the Asta Oh Let that confidence come into you. You have a loving father. You ask him, you approach his throne to receive grace. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is an interesting scripture. I mean if you are a Bible student, you will be excited about this scripture. The book of uh, Jeremiah, the 48th chapter. The book of Jeremiah, the 48th chapter. And verse 13. 48 and verse 13.
2: And Moab shall be ashamed of Shemosh, as the house of Israel was ashamed of... And
1: Moab shall be ashamed of Chemosh as the house of Israel was ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. So there were people who were ashamed, the house of Israel, believers who were ashamed of Bethel, their confidence. Bethel is the house of God. They were the children of Israel, but they were ashamed of Bethel, the house of God. Ashamed, they, they didn't see it as very important. They Didn't see it as valuable. I'm a child of God by faith in Christ. I have bethe the house of God, a house of prayer. Where the angels of God are ascending and descending with answers. They were ashamed, they had no confidence. The church or the house of God was just a place to socialize and meet with people and shake hands and have a gulab jamun together. Let it not be that way. May you see the house of God Bethel, as a place where you have confidence. The Lord is there, He is there. He is there, He is there. Amen. When the believers come together, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ together, the Lord's presence is there. The Lord is in the house. What you ask Him, it's not you're looking, not looking to the pastor or to somebody else, you're saying, Lord, I know you are there in this house. You are there in the house of God. Lord I come before you and when you pray, He answers you. Genesis 28, we know the scripture. Isn't it amazing? That was one of my favorite passages. Genesis 28, Jacob running from his father's house in, a, in fear. And he went towards Haran. And when it was evening, and come, I mean when it was night. The sun was, was set and he took the stones of that place and put them for his pillow and lay down in that place to sleep. He took the stones. <laughs> See, Abraham had passed that way, his grandfather. And the Bible is very clear in Genesis 12 that when Abraham passed that way, he built an altar and met with God. It must have been those very stones lying there. And Jacob comes that way and he takes those very stones. If there is a if there is a praying, praying grace inside the family, if there is, hmm, the generation shall enjoy, even in their dark times, even when the sun seems to have set in their lives. Uh, Even when it looks like it is all dark and there is no one to call for help. When you're running away in fear, hallelujah. Let me tell you, rebuild the altar. Put that stones together again and say, let me, let me, let me worship my God. Let me pray, let me seek the face of Jesus. And God will answer you. 12th verse says, he saw the angels of God ascending and descending, ascending with the prayer needs and descending with answers. Sixteenth verse, Jacob awakened out of the sleep and he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. Seventeenth verse, and he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God Hallelujah And Jacob 18th and 19th verse you will find Jacob called that place Bethel He built an altar He took a stone, poured oil This is Bethel, the house of God See Bethel Or the house of God Or altar signifies A place of exchange Say that with me the altar,
2: the altar is
1: always,
2: is always
1: a, place of exchange.
2: a place of exchange.
1: If you have come before the throne of grace, it's always a place of exchange. There is, a, there is a saying that there are five things that you should bring to the altar. One is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Psalms 100 verse 4, let us... Enter His courts with thanksgiving and praise. You always come before the altar with thanksgiving. I do not know how dark your situation is. But you are still alive. You are still listening to this word. It doesn't matter what kind of worry is plaguing your mind. You are still hearing this word. (laughs) Lift your hands and say thank you Jesus for life. Thank you Lord for keeping me. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your grace. Thank you Lord that you are not through with me. Thank you Jesus. Praise you Father. Glory to your name. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. I will enter his courts with thanksgiving. Praise be to the name of Jesus.
0: He made me glad. Oh, He has made me, he me glad. Made he me has made me glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me, I me glad. glad. I will rejoice for He has made me glad. I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise. I will sing day that the lord has made i will rejoice for he has he made me glad oh he has made me glad he has made me glad i will he rejoice for he, he has made me glad. glad he has made me glad he has made me glad i will rejoice for he has made me glad
1: amen you come with thanksgiving Two, you come with tears. 1 Samuel chapter 1. Hannah came before the altar with tears. You come before the presence of God with tears. It can be tears of repentance. It can be just tears of joy, it can be just tears of pain but you come and say Lord, Spurgeon used to call it liquid prayer, liquid prayer, sit and cry in the presence of God. let your hearts be yielded and broken before God Lord, can you imagine coming before the throne of grace <laughs> you're coming before the king of kings and the lord of lords you're coming before Jesus you're coming before your heavenly father what a privilege the privilege the access that you have because of what Jesus did for you don't take it for granted don't take it lightly don't see it as a common thing the access that you have to the Father you come to the altar with your talents You're loaded with gifts. Talents. Can be a musical talent. It can be whatever. You might be a politician. Serving the people. Serving the country. You can be a baker. You might be a banker. You might be a chartered accountant. You might be an architect. A lawyer. A doctor. A businessman. But you say coming before the altar and saying Lord. All that you've made me, I'm bringing it before you. This is for your glory, Jesus. I still remember when God gave us the land for the church, and we were on the point of starting the construction for it. You know, one of the architects, one, a Sunday after I just finished preaching and I was just standing there, he came to me and he said, "I'm an architect. I want to just offer my services for the kingdom of God." He's bringing that before the altar. Joseph was somebody who could administer to people and administer resources properly. So whether it was in the prison or in the palace, God raised him up. God used the skills To bless a nation. God wants to use your skills. God wants to use that which he has given you to bless the people around. Lift your hands tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 1, verse 8. You come before the throne. I know this is a very simple message for some of you. But you come before the Lord with your time. Gospel of Luke chapter 1. Luke's gospel chapter 1, verse 8.
2: And it came to pass... That while he executed the priest's office before God, in the order of his course, Amen. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord.
1: Yes. Hallelujah. And the eleventh verse says, There appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. Time unto God to serve the Lord the high priest Zechariah I heard a Bible teacher saying that Elizabeth was nearly 30 years barren but Zechariah was not discouraged when it was his turn to be fulfilling his office as a high priest. He would be in the house of God. He was dutiful, dutiful, dutiful. Amen. His duty before God, he went in the presence of God, he Lord. What kind of time are you giving God? Lift your hands to the Lord and lift your hands, just take a song. Thank you Jesus. My kids are having a shouting match out there so just take a song. Well, We bring order into this house. Order.
2: I'm coming back to the heart of worship When it's, it's all, all about, about you when It's all about you, Jesus How am sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it
0: When it's, it's all about you
1: your treasure Jesus said in Matthew 6 21 where your heart is where, where your treasure is there your heart is where your treasure is there your heart is Amen where your treasure is there your heart is even tonight where is your heart Where your treasure is. In simple words, to ask is what do you spend your money on? What do you do with your money? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know you pray in tongues. I know you go rakala Rabha, shandana. Oh, that's very good. Go all rakala Rabha, shandana. But where is your treasure? Where does your money go? <laughs> that is an indication of where your love is. If you're spending it all on yourself, it's a sign that you love yourself very much. If you're spending it on your children, on your wife or your husband, there is no problem in doing that. But look, look at where your finances go. It's an indication of where your heart is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you come before the altar with your time, your treasure, your... You know whatever let me tell you god gives you something back when you approach his throne and what is that he gives you he gives you this is the scripture Matthew 19 verse 26 it says there
2: but jesus beheld them
1: jesus beheld them and said unto them with men this is impossible with god all things are possible. That which is impossible with men becomes possible with God. God says, my grace is flowing. There is grace in prayer. Every impossible impossibility begins to vanish. Things begin to happen. Things begin to become possible. That healing is possible. That deliverance is possible. The salvation of your dear ones is possible. Your business going into another level of profit is possible. You building a home is possible. Your children serving the Lord is possible. Glory to God. God using you for his kingdom is possible. All kinds of possibilities come into your life. The moment you come before his throne. Praise the Lord. Every time I come before the throne of God and I come... I lay all my impossibilities before him. I take my time, my tithes, my treasure, everything. And as I worship Jesus, I say, Lord, I come before your throne. I just need help. I need your grace. I'm not self-sufficient. I'm not strong in myself. I I just want to be a graced person. I'm not capable myself, Lord. I'm not able by myself. I need your grace. And I come before his throne. And God says, son, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with me. There so all kinds of possibilities open up for you. Desires, dreams begin to be fulfilled. Favor begins to show up. Divine abilities begin to come up. In the parayana, divine abilities will be put together. Restoration will be put together. Ragala, Aspradalam, Shamana Prabhada. Thank you Jesus Praise you Father Glory to your name Amen There's an interesting scripture James chapter 5 James chapter 5 We know that It says there What does it say there Elijah was was a man with Like passions And he prayed and God
2: That it might not rain Yes, And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Ah. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. He prayed. He was a man of like passions. He prayed and something happened. The next verse is the prayer of the effectual prayer of the righteous man.
2: The
1: effectual prayer of the Effectual fervent prayer. Effectual fervent prayer
2: of a righteous man. See
1: the prayer. How you pray is important, and who you are is also important. The effectual,
2: fervent, fervent, fervent prayer
1: of prayer prayer the righteous. Effectual, fervent. How you pray effectively. That is in the will of God. In the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Fervent. That word fervent means boiling. Prayer must be boiling. It's like from the heart. It's not from the head. It's not like, "Hmm, I'm praying because I have to, I'm a Christian. No, it's not like that. It's like fervent. It's like a volcano burning inside of you. About to erupt. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. A prayer that will demand change. That's why Elijah prayed. You are so determined inside till you see the result. There are things that we pray for normally. Normally, we pray blessing on the food. When you get a new clothes, I do not know about you, but when you get a new a new shirt or pan, you say, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Consecrate this to you, Lord." Whatever, something. You say, Lord, that, that, that's not fervent prayer. It's okay to pray that, but it's not a fervent prayer. The other is a fervent prayer. It's like, Rakala Father, in the name of Jesus. Rakila raised there. It is coming forth from your belly. You know before whom you have come. You can't continue the same way. You can't pray and then just get up and go back the same way. There needs to be a change. Lord, there needs to be a change in this body. There needs to be a change in my mind. There needs to be a change in my finances. There needs to be a change in my life. Look at blind Bartimaeus. Fall and pray. Call out Jesus, son of David. Have mercy. People try to discourage him, ask him to shut up. But he continued to call. It's fervent. Are you with me? See, behind your petition, there should be passion. Behind your petition, there should be the passion of faith. You're convinced from God's word. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. It's not like maybe, maybe not. Hope so. Maybe. No, it's not. It's like, I know. Jesus called that blind man and asked him, what do you want? <laughs> what would you have said? I've always wondered, you know, sometimes you say, Lord, you know everything, Lord. You know what I want. Can I tell you a secret? God has not
0: no. Until you tell him.
1: Because this man cried for mercy. Is that what you want Barthimas? Just mercy? Okay, have plenty of it. See many blind people might not necessarily want healing. They might just want money. As a matter of fact, they rather stay blind and make money because people will give. Maybe you could have said, I just need a home. I just need a job. But the prayer that is fervent is always specific. just say Lord bless me he might be blessing you but you won't even know it but you say Lord bless me in this that's where faith is so you gotta find grace in prayer glory to God hallelujah George Muller once prayed for 5,000 requests and got an answer to every one of them. 5,000 requests. He ran about 117 schools and many, many orphanages. There were over 10,000 orphans that he was taking care of. But he would pray specifically we pray Lord this is what the kids need for breakfast this is father what they need for lunch it is this many acres that is needed for the school you got to tap into grace into the blessing into the favor into the help of God by prayer Don't get all religious and say just beautiful prayers in Oxford English or whatever. Sound nice and cute and show off your vocabulary skills and go back without answers. There are many people who are trying to prove themselves as great people who pray just to show others. Show me the results of your prayer. said this child have I asked of the father he looked at the baby Samuel and said this is the child that I asked the eyes are the exactly how I wanted the hair is exactly the nose everything this is the child that I asked father I give him to you in the let the grace of God abound upon you changing your prayer lives helping you to be focused glory to God the sun never arose over China without finding Hudson Taylor on his knees. Oh, God is going to wake some of you in the early hours of morning. The sun never arose over China for almost 50 years without finding Hudson Taylor on his knees. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. In the Ratri, this is the word. Simple word. But this word, if you have taken it in, it'll change you. You can come before God and receive. If you've been prayerless, remember it is a sin. Jesus had to pray. Can you imagine that? And who are you to think that everything has to happen because you're looking good? <laughs> Jesus had to pray. He would get up and pray in the watches of the night, in the early hours of morning. You can't be better than Jesus, can you? Look into the scriptures, you will find, show me one person who wouldn't pray. Daniel prayed. David prayed. Jonah prayed from the stomach of the way. Ezekiah prayed. Look at a prayer of Ezekiah. The Second Kings chapter 18. 2 Kings. And this is something which the Spirit of God asked me to tell you tonight. 2 Kings chapter 18. Are you still with me tonight? Amen. Amen. It says there. We don't have time to go through the whole story. You will find... the Assyrian king besieged Samaria and took Samaria. Then he besieged Judah, the cities of Judah and took them. 2nd Kings chapter 18 verses 10 and verse 13. And then he was going to come against Israel. And besieged Israel. Glory to God. See, besieged. Cut off their water supply. Made sure there was nobody coming in or going out. Fenced around. But the Bible says, I see, read. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Then you know when you when you look at it. You know, the king of Azariah is sending a message. Second Kings eighteen verse nineteen. Say unto Hezekiah, "Thus says the great king of Azariah, What confidence is this where thou trustest, Hezekiah? Just give in to us. Just, just. We've got you besieged. We are going to take you. What is the confidence that you have in your military, in your power, in your friends?" relatives, neighbors, other cities, what confidence and tonight I want to ask you what confidence do you have, where do you rely on, who do you rely on, may it be Jesus, may it be before the throne of grace, so I rely on you Lord, it it seems like the enemy has got me surrounded but I rely on you. Thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 all around me, but shall not come near me because I've taken refuge under the wings of the almighty God. Lord, I beseech you. I come before you. I petition you. I'm calling on your name. My confidence is in you. Some may trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will put our trust in the name of the living God. Your name is a strong tower. The righteous run into you and they are safe. Jesus, we ask you, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the 19th chapter verse 14. Look at this. And Hezekiah received a letter. And Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messengers of Azariah and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And the 15th verse is says, And asekia prayed before the Lord God. Threat. Letter. Maybe a whatsapp message. Maybe a mail. You're going to be fired from your job. Or we're going to put you out of this flat. That's a word for somebody. We don't like you here. We'll evict you. Will create all kinds of problems for you. A letter written. But what did I say do? He took the letter of threat, went into the house of God, and spread it before God. And he prayed. Ah. Take it before the presence of God. Lay it on the altar. Lay it on the altar and say, Lord, I commit this to you. I lay it at your altar, Lord. I lay it at your altar. Look at the threads, oh God. I lay it at the altar. (laughs) Jesus, I call on you, Lord. I call on you, Lord. I call on you, Lord. Amen. Amen. See, altar is not a place of emergency. You can do that. You can go to the altar, but it's a place of familiarity. If you should have confidence to take a crisis moment before God, you should be very familiar with the altar. (laughs) And God replied. God will reply to every threat over your life. God will reply to everything that is trying to cut off your life. God will reply it. Raghalab shandana prabana Thank you Jesus Praise you Father Hallelujah I close with this The 35th verse 19th chapter Verse 35 And it came to pass That night That the angel of the Lord Went out And smote the camp Of the Assyrians And 104 score And 50 thousands And 5 thousands And when they arose Early in the morning Behold they were all dead So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went and returned and dwelt at Nineveh. The angel of the Lord, divine help, divine assistance. The angel of the Lord descended into the camp of Assyria where you cannot go, what you cannot win on your own. God will intervene, that is grace. God will intervene. God will send help. God will send his angels. God will send the move of his spirit. God will send his prophets. God will send forth the power of his might. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God will reply. Say that with me. God will reply. God
0: will
2: reply. Grace will reply. Grace will reply. To every challenge. To every challenge.
1: Grace will reply. Say that with me three, four times. Grace will reply, Grace will reply to every challenge to every in my, challenge my life. God will, God, will in my
2: life. God, will God will reply to
1: every challenge in my life. God will reply to every challenge, to in, every my challenge, my
2: every challenge in my life. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: The king and his army that wanted to put Hezekiah and Jerusalem to shame went back the same way they came every threat that is trying to put you to shame in the name of jesus may pack its bag and go back the very way from where it came in the name of jesus open your mouth and say shame go back in the name of jesus everything that has come where you come from you go back say it in the name of jesus amen i refuse i reject every shame and every threat in the, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go back, in Jesus' name, because I have a sure blessing from God. That is a word for somebody, a sure blessing is coming, a sure breakthrough is coming, a sure healing is coming over your life. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Lift your hand and say thank you, Jesus. Praise your Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, lift your hands and praise him, praise him, praise him approach His throne with boldness for sure help for angelic interventions. Oh, thank you,
0: Jesus. Praise you, Father. Glory to your name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.